0: Welcome to the Leadership Mindset Podcast with me, Tony Brooks, where we look to revolutionise your leadership mindset by changing how you think and see your world, enabling you to do the right things and grow significantly as a leader so welcome back to the leadership mindset podcast series and i'm really pleased today to have donna smith from odonata with us i'm just going to give you a bit of quick background and then donna can say hello so donna's background was in law and hr and then she ended up actually working in learning and development for six years within an organization and two years ago in fact she was just telling me that on the first of november in 2019 we are now it was uh, donna's two-year anniversary from when she started her business odonata and what she does a lot of is help people i guess take care of themselves first and make a difference for themselves personally and her specific area of work that she specializes in is dealing with or helping lawyers who are starting to struggle with issues around burnout and we're going to be talking about whole aspect of burnout today but I know that Donna also helps people outside the legal profession with this and uh, she's had her own past experiences with it and feels really passionately about helping people around that issue so welcome Donna hello there thank you for having me yeah it's good to have you with us today so okay so let's get us to get us started I'm going to ask you a question As, as we sort of as I touched on there I know that you've had Uh, experiences as a lot of people have Mm -hmm. with burnout and stress in the past yeah so now you're running your own business for two years (laughs) that's a pretty stressful thing what kind of things do you do to keep yourself well to um, take care of yourself now Mm, then Donna
1: mm, good question um quite simply I find time for myself every day and it's non-negotiable Um, I'm sure many of you listeners, they'll be be like me, spinning lots of plates, playing different roles, they'll have partners, maybe kids, a business, a job, and it's very easy to lose sight of you, so one of the things I do is I make sure there is time for me every day. The way that I do that, it won't be for everyone, but I get up a bit earlier before anyone else in the house does, because I found that was the guaranteed time when I could have uninterrupted time just for me, so I have about an hour every day. And within that time, I will do some meditation. I'll do some affirmation work. I've got a fabulous vision board that I look at every day. I do some reading and I also journal. So I have just this wonderful slot of time, first thing every morning, that's just for me. And it makes such a difference. Hey, uh,
0: great. So if you don't mind me asking, what sort of time were we getting up in the morning then, Donna?
1: My alarm gets me up at 5am.
0: Whoa, <laughs> blimey, okay. I <laughs> was I really liking that idea, so you yeah. said 5am. <laughs>
1: but the thing is, I have a little girl who gets up any time from 6am onwards. Yeah. So it was a case of, if I need to have someone interrupted me time, i got to get up early. <laughs> so I do, and it does
0: work yeah no I get that actually I do um, not quite as well as you I don't have an hour but I get up and do um, a a bit of Tai Chi and um, a bit of exercise sort of some things that that sort of look after me really Um, that's out of interest putting you on the spot Um, how well do you keep to that I mean I think that's the problem a lot of people have and I think you know personally I have it to a degree is keeping I think we all understand when you're talking about it. There, that importance of doing it. Yeah. How do you? How well do you do at doing that? And how do you make sure that is yeah. given priority? Yeah. There,
1: it's it's taken a while. I think it's like with any new habit that you try and bed in. You just have to keep going. So I've been doing this morning me time practice for the best part of 18 months, and it's it hasn't been every day. I'll be honest. Um, what I do is give myself permission to slip and then begin again Uh, more recently I've been very much in that mindset of this is non-negotiable because what I tend to find is if I don't do it consistently then the old burnout tendencies start to creep back in and of course I know what they are I spot them and I know exactly why they're happening so it is just about reminding myself that if I want to be at my best for my family, my friends, my clients, I've got to do this so it's it's that new habit of making it non-negotiable. But if you do slip, don't give yourself a hard time, just begin again the next day.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like that. I think that's a good one with all habits mm. isn't it that um, fully if I had a call with a, a client today and I was saying sometimes things can, can slip and go a bit way without I guess draw a line yeah get back on it yeah start again <laughs> yeah don't yeah. think that that's it forever now you're not going to do it again no um, definitely definitely because I, I don't know about you as well donna I, I, and, and people listening to this i think certain life that like, you know you go on a holiday for a couple of weeks and mm. you've got to get back in your routine yes and, yeah um, so for you i guess the alarm goes at five o'clock yep. and yep. that you get and yeah, yeah
1: definitely and i have to say i mean like i said i've been doing this for about 18 months but i've found that with some of the books I've been reading recently, there's been some really handy hit- hints and tips they enabled me to refine how I bed this habit in. So last month I read The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I don't know if you're familiar with no, it. No, I don't know that one, no, okay. It's well worth a read. And even though I'm, I'm almost doing what he prescribes in his book, I wasn't doing all of what he prescribed, so the bits and pieces that I've added in since that book, again, it's almost like levelling up the commitment of, of bedding in this new habit. And another one that I read was The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. I've heard of that
0: one, I've heard you talk about that yeah, one as well. that's Yeah, that's
1: powerful when the, when the alarm goes off, you don't hit the snooze button, yeah. you just get up. So that's yeah, helped yeah. with the five o'clock start. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm grateful for the books I've been reading because they've helped as well
0: yeah i must admit i um i I don't know if it was a book or a podcast or whatever but you have you heard of brian tracy yes people listening may have heard of eat that frog the book by brian tracy but um yeah it's quite life-changing a few years back i listened to something of his and Mm. uh, he said when you wake up in the morning and the alarm goes don't hit the snooze button yeah and i thought yeah you know i'm gonna do that so Mm. i don't have a snooze on my alarm now brilliant um my my wife rebecca if she if she's listening to this she <laughs> won't mind me saying i'm sure she'll hit a snooze button about four or five times mm. and when i'm thinking that's that's time that you could be doing something yeah with you.
1: and you're not back so, to sleep because you're yeah, half thinking i really course. should be getting yeah, yeah, up yeah, so it's yeah. not best use of your time it yeah, doesn't yeah. make you feel good either well, it doesn't me
0: anyway <laughs> each to their own some people yeah. like, like to have a snooze yeah. but I, I think that's a great bit of advice actually yeah. just a simple bit of advice set your alarm don't hit the snooze button Mm -hmm. get up get up Um, whether that's 5 in the morning which is for you (laughs) or a different time really but uh, yeah no okay so that's having I guess for you then having time for yourself having a routine where you do some things that are good in terms of your own Mm -hmm. self care Mm -hmm. Um, having had experiences of burnout in the past yourself Mm -hmm. do you do you pick up on things signs now what kind of signs do you see yeah when you're-
1: good question and it, and it, it's funny as I reflect back to when I had what I call my major burnout yeah. a couple of years ago the signs were all there and whether I consciously chose to ignore them or not I'm not sure what what's happened since then is when I see the signs and it's things like what I'm saying to myself or what I'm hearing myself saying. So if I start hearing myself saying, I just can't seem to get on top of things, or I feel like I'm running on empty, that's a nudge to me to say, okay, if you're feeling like that, that's probably because you are, so take note of it. Or there'll be things like, I'll forget things or I'll overlook things. I mean, I I pride myself on being a very organized, very proactive person and I can tell when things are starting to slip because i am be like, oh, I forgot to fill in my daughter's form for school that day. Oh, I forgot to return that call. Okay. So it's just slight changes in my behaviour and the way that I talk that are my first alarm bells. And then on top of that, it's the ov- it's more obvious ones where if there's a cough or a cold or something going around, I tend to get it. So it's the physical symptoms as well.
0: Hey, that that's really interesting. Um, I must admit, like um, like like all of us, I've had mm. waves of uh, periods where I can sense things getting mm. a bit stressful, both in my time before I've had my own business and having my mm-hmm. own business. And that was a, when you said that about forgetting, I'm very organised as mm-hmm. well. So when things are going s- s- very slightly astray in terms of my organisation, mm-hmm. um, I guess I've, I've observed that. I haven't been quite as conscious as I might mm-hmm. have been, and I will be in the future, that that is a trigger that maybe things are starting to get a bit overwhelming, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. and that, I think that's a key thing. I mean, you know, the definition of burnout is when you're feeling overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. Okay. So to me now, because I've got that ingrained in my brain, the minute I start to feel that overwhelm and that inability to meet constant demands, they are like red flags that go up. And yeah, yeah. Ironically, that's the time when I have to actually slow down rather than speed up. But we're kind of built to. When we're feeling overwhelmed and lots of demands, we think, oh, we must work harder to get on top of things. But I've learned that actually if I slow down and rest and recharge, I can then get over the overwhelm and get back on top of
0: things. Yeah, yeah, I love that. One of the strategies I've found, Donna, that helps, and I know you you find this as well, is if I'm starting to get overwhelmed, that's right, it just resonated when you Mm. said about not speeding up. If I'm getting overwhelmed and there's a lot to do and I'm starting to see the stress level rising a little Mm -hmm. bit, um, I tend to stand back from it and have a look at, planning yes. and, and actually prioritising. Yes. And, and this is one of the things I do with leaders as well. Is I like say, hang on, um, not all of that actually has to be done because mm. we can push ourselves hard with yes. a lot of things and deadlines. Yes. So when you stand back from it and think, yeah, yes. I mean, some of the client deadlines maybe be sure. you can't move, yes. but yeah. we can be pushing ourselves with loads of things that actually... You can think no, yeah. but that doesn't necessarily have to be done. No, um, it's
1: that I'm thing, sure. isn't it? You know, is it Stephen Covey that said if everything's urgent, nothing's urgent? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've not and heard that And that that's what we there, tell okay. ourselves: is that there's a great tool in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, where he gets you to think about what's in your circle of influence, what's in your circle of yeah, control. Yeah. Love that. And what are just givens and the overwhelm tends to come from us focusing on the things that are just given that we can't do anything about but we want to do something about them <laughs> so we get overwhelmed so it's about that well they're the givens what can I influence what can I control and focus on something you can control yeah it just that's steps you great back from the one. edge of overwhelm yeah that's
0: a great one because I guess what we're talking about um, definitely because you're the guest on the podcast episode today is more about burnout mm. and stress and all those kind of things and burnout is a result of increasing stress, not yes. being having, not doing anything about yeah. like that, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And that that thing you mentioned, which is probably worth uh, touching on a little further, is um, that, as you said, the Stephen Covey circle mm. of influence, circle of concern. But I see it, I can see it in myself. I'm sure you can, but in, we see it in leaders as well, mm. where they're getting so. Anxious and concerned about things mm-hmm. that they can't really have that much control over. yeah And you're way better, aren't you, Donna, just bringing it back into, definitely. okay, where, where can I make an impact yeah. here and spend my time and my energy on the things mm. that are, I can actually directly influence yes. rather yes, than definitely. getting hung up about other definitely. things. So, yeah, I really like that. So, I was going you know, fully, if I was going to ask you a couple of questions uh, in terms of helping other people, there will be people listening to this today who are either burnt out already sure. hope they aren't but they mm. will be mm. um, but there'll be other people on there that are starting to feel overwhelmed stressed yeah. out those kind of things yeah so you were talking about some personal things there but if i could ask you a couple of questions of and course. the the first question is what can people you talked about your routine in your experience what can people do mm. to prevent stress taking hold and moving to that stage of burnout. You yeah. talked about a couple of things, but what what yeah. else do you think leaders or business people listening to this can do yeah. to prevent it happening?
1: I think I think the starting point I would suggest to anyone is to spend some time just in the awareness space because there be, there'll be some signs happening, there'll be something happening that will be planting that seed in your mind that's saying, actually, I'm feeling burnt out, my stress levels are getting too high but it'll be mixed in with all of the other noise that's in your mind. So the first thing to do I would recommend is just to press pause and reflect on what is going on and raise your awareness of actually, is this just a particular stressful day? Or looking back, have I felt this high level of stress and overwhelm for a period of time? If so, how long? And just really hold the mirror up to the reality of your world because, as you know, Tony, unless we're aware of something, we can't make any changes yeah, yeah. so I would recommend to anyone out there that's feeling this sense of oh I might be a bit overwhelmed I might be a bit burnt out just press pause and take stock because that's your starting point point. and then from that you can start to identify so, so are you taking care of yourself I mean, one of the questions I, I ask my clients is I get them to focus on what are their top priorities for this week and invariably they'll be able to reel off a list of priorities and then I'll say to them what number did you put your self-care at? And, you know, you're smiling as I am because invariably self-care isn't even on the list. So that would be the second thing I'd recommend is take stock and raise your awareness of where you are now and then if you do nothing else, find something every day that's just for your self-care. Whether that's a 15-minute walk at lunchtime outdoors, whether it's taking yourself, you know, somewhere quiet with a cup of tea and enjoying a hot cup of tea to yourself for five minutes or is it an early night something that is just for you and I would recommend you do that every day and it doesn't have to be big things it doesn't have to be booking yourself a spa day or a holiday it's just some time each day that's just for you
0: yeah no good although yeah funnily enough again you're reminding me of things <laughs> good i had a coach uh, steve potts if you're listening steve hello uh, <laughs> but yeah i had a great coach steve potts when i was uh, work developing my business and um, one of the things he encouraged me to do uh, which has stuck with me because it's really enjoyable mm. is to get a break every quarter um yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be um you know big expensive holiday just a mm. long weekend away, away or something yeah mm. yeah just time to recharge your batteries yeah. but i loved a couple, a couple of things that you touched on there i think um hitting the pause button mm. i mean i think whether even if you're not showing signs of stress i think having some pause and reflect oh time my gosh is great. Yeah. anyway yeah and um, what you touched on there as well donna about Asking yourself some good questions, mm. really—you mm-hmm. uh, know—to interrogate yourself a little yes, bit in a good way. Yes. Uh, you know—is are there problems going on here, mm. and uh, am I showing some signs of mm. problems, or whatever those those questions might be? Because we're all chatting to ourselves all the all time. All the
1: time. It's not just me and you. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not
0: just do it with some purpose? We're all yeah. having those inner dialogues. Yeah. But I think asking yourself some good questions, yeah. and also something you touched on early, which I think was really important, which is. Noticing what you're saying to yourself. Yeah. So yeah, if I'm really saying powerful. things like, oh, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm running on empty, mm. just noticing that in a dialogue, because yeah. that, that's a great indicator of where you're it at,
1: is. isn't it? And actually, you know, when you're talking about asking yourself some great questions, a powerful one that I often ask my clients is, what are you choosing to ignore? Oh, okay. Ooh. Because when we talk about self care, we have a tendency to say yes to others and no to ourselves and we tell ourselves it's because well I can cope with saying no to myself there's no impact with saying no to myself But if I say no to other people I'm letting them down I'm not I'm not sort of doing my job as it were but we forget that the more times we say no to ourselves the more we're telling ourselves we're not important but we know this stuff so when I say to my clients, "Know what are you choosing to ignore it really, again, it's that holding the mirror upside. I'm seeing the signs and I'm choosing to ignore them, and I'm telling myself it's because I'm too busy or because I need to do this. But once you've asked the question, you can't ignore it.
0: <laughs> good question. Very powerful. And I've seen you um, speak before. and um, if I remember correctly, one of the things you you were talking about in there was actually saying no more. Mm. Um, mm. And I think I've, I've witnessed people with mounting stress and I think sometimes it's that inability to say yeah. no, isn't it? Yeah. And that can seem harsh. But I think if you do it in an assertive way um, and it's done from the best place in terms yeah. of... Uh, take, as you say taking care of yourself because the thing is I think people in organizations and what have you feel they can't say no but ultimately mm. they will have to say no because they'll burn out well, and, this is the thing. in a big way
1: yeah this is the thing again when, when you talk about people's priorities what you often find is their work or their career is at number one their family and friends at number two and then if they're lucky they'll come in at number three and again it's because we tell ourselves that we're okay and we don't mind saying no to ourselves but when you say well if you burn out and you go off sick or 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 whatever what happens to work and career what happens to your friends and family well it's now missing you so you've got to put you first in order to be there for your friends and family to be there at work and to fulfill your career but you're right they're saying no it's um it's one of the principles that provokes the biggest reaction and it's that fear of what will people think if I say no to them and yes to me but we're not talking about big stuff you know we're saying no I'm not gonna stay in the office till seven o'clock at night I'm gonna leave at six and get home and have dinner with my family that's not that big of a thing to expect. or no I'm not gonna work through my lunch break I'm gonna have at least 15 minutes outside just to refresh and recharge so in the grand scheme of things The no's aren't as big as we make them out to be, but the positive impact they have was huge.
0: Yeah, yeah. I must admit, I I thought that earlier when you were talking about um, things that people can do, like Mm. having a 15-minute walk. Mm. I think sometimes people feel that, they haven't got the time to exercise or prepare mm. food properly or whatever and and so they make maybe bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think that they make things bigger than they actually are. Yeah. So actually finding some time to exercise yeah. is made to feel like oh, I haven't just haven't got the time to do that. But yeah. as you say, finding the chance just during your day to get a bit of daylight as well yes. and go out yeah. for fifteen minutes uh, yeah. can can make such a difference. Yeah. So okay, some valuable tips for people in terms of what they can do to avoid it. Mm -hmm. And you talked about some things about how you observe signs yourself Mm -hmm. that things are amounting. Could you add anything to that for people listening to this about, apart from that sort of watching the inner dialogue, seeing if they forget things, Mm. physical symptoms, anything else that people can watch for as leaders um, to show that things are starting to get into more dangerous territory with the stress and overwhelm?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. I think again, it's a, it's around that awareness. So, some of my clients they'll they'll keep a, a diary, a, a journal, if you like, a log of how many hours they're spending at work. So, if the sort of the time at work is starting to increase and they're actually not leaving the office till seven, eight o'clock at night or actually they're leaving at a reasonable time, but the minute the kids are in bed, the laptop's open and they're not logging off till midnight.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They're keeping a log of things, or you know, when was the last time they did any exercise? When was the last time they cooked a meal from fresh? So it's, it is all around raising the awareness because what tends to happen is we get so busy and so caught up in the routine of busy that we can't actually see what we're doing until the burnout lands. So, so I think it would just be a recommendation of, if necessary, just keep a, a lo- you know, it doesn't have to be war and peace, but just a daily log of how are you spending your time each day? Just do it for a week. And you'll be amazed when you look back and go, oh my gosh, in the last week, I've spent 50, 60 hours logged on. I mean, you know, we're in a 24-7 yeah. society. But that doesn't mean we have to be logged on all the time. But again, Ooh, yeah, without okay. the awareness, we don't know what we need to change.
0: Does mm. that make sense? No, absolutely love that. I think um, that often we can get into autopilot mm. and things just happen and then doing something like that I've done similar things with clients in the past, but I think you can surprise yourself, you can't can. you? you? And can. um, because you've just got into with, you know, if you're talking about habits, I guess we yeah. can get into bad habits, yeah. can't you?
1: Yeah. Another thing that would be useful, particularly your leaders who are responsible for teams, responsible for departments, et cetera, is they could look back over their diary over the last week or month, see what was in there and work out how many of the tasks, the appointments, the meetings were somebody else's urgent, versus they're important because again you know we were saying earlier about if everything's urgent then nothing is yeah what we need to focus on is what's important so I get my clients to look back and reflect on the last week or month and say how many things in your diary were things that were important for you to work on versus what were urgent for other people yeah and again it gives you that sense of well no wonder I'm feeling overwhelmed I'm running around firefighting everybody else's urgence and I'm not focusing on my importance.
0: Hey, that's a good one as well. Yeah, so, so I mean, you've talked a few times about priorities. I guess mm. that's when you've been noticing when you're being driven by other people's priorities yes, yeah, rather than your own, really. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: it's true. I think it's um, one of the books that I recommend to my clients, Greg McEwan, Essentialism. He says something, I'm probably going to say this completely wrong, but it's along the lines of... If you don't prioritise your life, somebody else will.
0: Yeah. God, yeah.
1: Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or it will just be almost prioritised unconsciously. Yes. It will just sort of yeah. happen. Um, so I think some key words today around awareness. Reflection hitting the pause Mm. button. I mean, I like the word being more conscious, which a form of awareness as well, and self and and self care. These kind of words, and I think, I think the danger is that people listening to this, and probably the people that you work as well, particularly in the legal profession, Mm. as you say, Mm -hmm. um, it's just really people realising the importance of that self care piece before it bites them on the backside and and hits them in a big way yeah Um, because people just do think well there's a lot of other important things I need to do rather than yeah take care of myself yeah
1: it sounds like a really (laughs) negative thing to say but just speaking from my own experience and having worked with many clients who are recovering from burnout it if we don't start taking care of ourselves, our bodies will find a way of making us stop and rest and it will never be at a convenient time,
0: yeah. ever. <laughs>
1: yeah. you know, so what I say to my clients is better to take, you know, when we talked about earlier, focusing on things you can control, you can control your self-care. Yeah, you yeah. can control doing something every day that's just for you. And better that we start now than wait until some, you know, your feet get taken from underneath you it's like, oh yeah, that self-care thing that I should have started doing i've now got to
0: yeah 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 so uh, uh, sort of final question before um i just ask you to give people a little bit more information sure. about you donna and you, you may well have answered this mostly anyway but it was just a thought mm. so you said that you had a big burnout and i don't know some of the details on this but mm. you had a, a big burnout episode over two years ago yes it was yeah. june 2017 okay june 2017 so if you were going back to the Donna of beginning of 2017 or whatever. Mm-hmm. What would you say to her?
1: Oh gosh, what wouldn't I say to her? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, I would say to her to not just be aware of the signs, but do something about them. Because I did, like I said, I said earlier, I wasn't sure if I consciously or unconsciously chose to ignore. But the old Donna just had the mindset of you just got to keep going just got to keep going there's people busier than you there's people with bigger stressful jobs than you there's people with more children than you just crack on and and keep going so what i'd say to donna now is please just stop and rest and say no to some things you know we were talking about earlier sometimes you just have to do the bare minimum and not say yes to everything so i'd tell her to do that because then hopefully she wouldn't have collapsed in june
0: yes okay (laughs) and i know that you could do that yes oh i know hey well brilliant um i said the series is called leadership mindset and um typically probably go down a little bit more of a psychological path but i thought given your experience your expertise donna it's interesting today to talk about mounting stress levels Mm. and we've certainly touched on some psychological areas i think that be mindful of the dialogue that's going yeah, in your head really is, a, is a really uh, key lesson for anybody listening to this because you, I think, and questioning that mm. And, and, mm. and being much more aware of it is, is critical. So, yeah, brilliant. Some great stuff. And um, let's hope that even if there's just one person listening to this that takes some of your advice and mm. doesn't get to that stage of overwhelm and burnout then it's been a useful half an Absolutely. hour for, for us two and a useful half an hour for everyone listening to it before we finish though um, people listening to this episode will be interested about how they can find out a little bit more about you so do you want to give people just some information on how they can find you and yeah, find out more about sure. you
1: sure so my as you said earlier my business is called Odonata Growth and Transformation Coaching do you want to spell that yes it's O-D-O double a-T-A, okay. Odenata, And you can find me on my website is odonatacoaching.com. And the other easy place to find me, I suppose, would be the Burn Bright Book Club on Facebook. I've mentioned several books as we've been talking today. So if you literally go onto Facebook and search the Burnbright Book Club, that's the online book club that I run. So you can find me there as well.
0: Ah, cool. And then also... You're very active on LinkedIn. I see I am, you posting yeah. <laughs> every day, Donna. Um, so you can be found, if people do a search for Donna Smith Odonata yeah, on LinkedIn, absolutely. they can find you and connect with you there and yeah. uh, keep up to speed. Uh, I, I know I uh, look at a lot of comments on uh, some of your daily activity on LinkedIn. <laughs> so people who want to sort of, I guess, get more daily ideas course, on what yes. they can do, yeah. uh, they, can, they can definitely connect with you on LinkedIn and um, you're quite prolific on LinkedIn at the minute, so yeah. Yes,
1: yeah, I've been uh, actively learning that skill as a business owner this last six months or so and it's really starting to gain some traction now, so it's, I'm delighted that it's being noticed by the people out there, because yeah, you yeah. never know, do you? You put things out there and you think, I hope somebody's seeing this and yeah. it appears they are, so no, it's me, good.
0: Yeah, me too, I've been uh, a lot more active on LinkedIn and it's... Uh, it's good to get a little bit of engagement mm. connection on that yeah. Think, yeah hey well donna thanks hugely um for sparing some time today uh out of your we didn't get you up any earlier than five years <laughs> so didn't i've sort of hopefully didn't cause you any problems with your sleep and having to get up Not even at earlier all. today Not at but, yeah all. thanks for sparing the time today and uh people know where to find out more about you if they they'd like to do that anyway that's lovely thank <laughs> you tony it's been brilliant thank you donna If you want to explore your leadership mindset in more detail, why not complete our free leadership diagnostic at thetonybrooks.com and subscribe to this podcast to join us for future podcasts.